Turtles in a sling back. Turtles on a fab shell. <laughs> they don't have to be wearing Come pumps. Come on. Turtles in a sling back was really funny, and you're don't... not giving me credit for how funny Turtles in a sling back I'm is. I'm sorry. I'm 12. What is a sling back? It's a shoe. Okay. Gays are known for more than just their shoes. Okay. That's fair. Hi, this is Cody Daigle-Oriens. This is Neil Daigle-Oriens. And welcome to another episode of Bearded Fruit. It was requested, so I'll say it. Yay! Yay, Bearded Fruit. Yeah, so this week we are going to uh, grab a couple of kind of weird news stories in gay world. Would you say they're queer? They are queer. Queer in the old-fashioned way. They're queer, queer stories? They're queer, queer stories. That'll probably now be the title of this episode. Queer, queer. Queer, queer stories. If you say fast enough, it's like a really great like drag name or something. Queer, queer Devane. Queer, queer Devane. Yeah, watch season nine. Watch out, Chi-Chi. Audition. Um, yeah, so we're going to start with um, with church. We're going to start with, we're going to go to church to begin. Jesus. We're going to start with the Methodists uh, and the Methodist church. So this news is out of North Carolina, which is kind of like the hotbed of gay news uh, lately. Uh, but there is a pastor and a bishop in one of the, um, what are they? What are the Congregation. Congregations. Thank you. I was going to say parish, but that's too nope. Catholic. Uh, in one of the congregations in North Carolina who are staging a bit of a protest. They are going to marry two gay men in North Carolina. The bishop's name is Bishop Melvin Talbert, and uh, he and the, the pastor who are going to be doing this are doing it against the rules of the Methodist Church. Uh, currently, the Methodist Church, even though they are more favorable toward LGBT people as part of their congregation, they do not sanctify same-sex marriages. Um, so Bishop Talbert and uh, the pastor who will conduct the ceremony are going against the rules of the church in order to make a stand against the church's laws on same-sex marriage. Breaking the law, breaking the law. Yeah, which is kind of awesome. Um, Bishop Talbert, uh, in an interview with BuzzFeed, uh, is quoted as saying, the ultimate action would be removal of my order. I would no longer be a bishop. So the stance that they're taking is has some serious repercussions. Pretty high stakes. Very high stakes. What's kind of cool about Bishop Talbert and uh, why it sort of makes sense that he's doing this. He was a civil rights protester uh, in the 60s. He's an African-American bishop, and he was arrested with Martin Luther King Jr. in the Atlanta sit-ins in 1960. And uh, according to the, the BuzzFeed article, he links same-sex marriage rights to civil rights protests and say protests and says the service will be an act of civil disobedience. The only difference is we are giving it another name and calling it biblical obedience. Ooh. Yeah, so... Um, shots fired. I think, like... Methodist shots fired. Yeah. Um, you know, the Methodists are... are w- w- if they do sort of reverse their opinion based on these these actions and maybe others like it, they join a group of churches that do now sanctify same-sex marriages, including the United uh, Church of Christ. Uh, the, the Episcopalian Church now recognizes same-sex marriage and performs them. Um, I don't know anyone else yeah i don't know her there are some smaller congress some smaller uh protestant denominations the westboro baptist church yeah and i think it's very interesting uh i think one it's like a very brave act on the part of um 
Did you say Westboro Baptist Church? I did, and you totally <laughs> didn't even notice. <laughs> I was just gonna, I, I was gonna let it happen. I was gonna let that be an Easter egg. <laughs> I didn't. Oh my god, that came. Yes, that totally. You would have caught it in editing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Charlie would have caught it because we have an editor named Charlie. That's right, Charlie. Thanks, Charlie. Um, no, the Westboro Baptist Church would not be one of the churches that sanctify same-sex marriages. Um, but you know, kudos to to this this bishop and pastor for for doing this and making a stand for faith. I think religion gets a mostly deservedly bad rap for um, its treatment of LGBT people and relationships as a whole. But there are a lot of really progressive voices in the Protestant churches these days that are um, making some very positive moves toward inclusivity in the church. Somebody I'm thinking like right off the top of my head is uh, Nadia Boltz-Weber, who is a Lutheran pastor in Colorado, and her church, the House for All Sinners and Saints, uh, is an LGBT inclusive community. They actually, I think not very long ago, uh, ordained someone in who who's like a pastor in their church who is uh, openly gay. Uh, and she has a couple books that are really fantastic, Pastrix, and uh, the other book is it's called Accidental Saints. And she writes about inclusivity and the importance of including LGBT people in communities of faith, which are kind of awesome. Yeah. Uh, this is something else that uh, Bishop Talbert said, quote, discrimination is discrimination no matter where it is. It was race discrimination then, and it is discrimination based on sexual orientation now. I think it's cool that these we have individuals who are linking these social movements um, uh, against discrimination in one corner, connecting discrimination against anyone. That injustice in one place is injustice everywhere. I was gonna say that. Well, then say it. Injustice everywhere. Right. Injustice <laughs> is in fact everywhere. Injustice is everywhere. So, way to go, Methodist Church. I'm interested to see what the response will be to this. You get two bearded buds up. Yeah. Like, because, like, like, two thumbs up. I don't, but, like, I, I didn't want to say fruit, so buds almost rhymes with thumbs. We're, we're the bearded buds. Bearded bud. No, yeah. no, that would be, like, <laughs> bearded buds is, like, our straight counterparts who are, they're just buds. <laughs> they're the just straight buds. version of this podcast, just bearded, bearded, bearded buds. Bearded buds. They talk about football and... Um, hey, what's up? This is Steve. And ladies. Uh, my, name, my name is Mike. And I'm Steve, and welcome back to Bearded Buds. Bearded Buds! Yeah. Beers. Buds. Beards. Because <laughs> it's confusing, because beer and beards sound very similar. They sound, and they're not spelled alike. And like, what's up with that no, English language? No. Calling you out English language. English is queer. Cambridge Dictionary. Um, so, well, so way to go, Methodists. Yay. We'll, Yay, Jesus. Yay, Jesus. We'll move on to something uh, else. We're going to move on to someone that's a little less a little less cool and definitely takes us into the kind of like weird gay news. We need to get like a, um, a theremin to be like, <laughs> Absolutely. So we're going to talk a little bit about a guy named Mark Sevier. Um, it may be Sevier. I'm just saying Sevier because I'm from the South and... We say Frenchy. Good evening, America. It is I, Mark Sivier. Yeah. It's um, recently come to my attention that I love pornography. Um, I really hope that people get that reference. Um, so, yeah. So, we're going to talk a little bit about Mark Sevier. He is a Christian music producer. Uh, and he is filing a lawsuit. 
He's filed this lawsuit once before, and it was uh, dismissed previously, but he is now filing it again in Texas. First it was in Tennessee, and now it's in Texas. And he is filing uh, a lawsuit to receive equal treatment under the law because he is being discriminated against by marriage laws in this country. Because what Mark Sevier is is suing for is the right to marry his preferred sexual object, his porn-filled Apple laptop. Mm, I'm happy that he chooses Apple. Yes, he's an Apple fanboy. Thank you, Tim Cook. Um, He is an Apple fanboy, yes, and he is filing a motion to have the right to marry his laptop because he is um that's his preferred sexual partner that's his his partner there's just so many problematic things so many yeah okay for starters if you're a christian music producer maybe admitting that you consume pornography not the best career move let's be real like i'm given given my vast experience within the christian music realm um, they tend to frown down upon the con- the consumption of pornography a little bit. So maybe maybe try to keep that under wraps if you're really trying to make it as um, a Christian music producer. But you know, it is also fair that um, you 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 know hypocrisy is something that is also very much a contemporary fundamentalist Christian tradition. Hip, I prefer hip hopocrisy, which is the name of my new rap band. Check out our next mixtape, Feeling the Beats. But we spell it with like E-E-T-S because we're also vegan. Oh, I like that. That's very good. Thank you. That's really good. Thank you for yes-ending yeah. me. So, um, but anyway. Yeah, so, right. So anyway, so he's, so he's, this is his way of sort of making a statement about marriage equality that is basically doing that slippery slope argument, uh, which might be the name of the porn he watches. Mm, slippery um or maybe that's his band marking the slippery slopes <laughs> maybe so but he he's making this this slippery slope argument that a lot of conservative politicians and conservative uh writers make that uh, if you allow gay couples to marry then you're opening the door for people to marry any old thing that they want they can marry their pets they can marry their um their family members they can marry uh things that are not their pets animals that are autonomous creatures out in like a field or something like horses or inanimate objects like your porn filled laptop um he should also be saving up his hard drive space for his garage band files of his next tape oh i bet he's saving up his hard drive that's gross don't ever for say his. that i bet my mother yeah. listens to this. Um, oh my god, does she? No. Okay. I don't know. Do, do you, Karen? Um, <laughs> but anyway, it's funny how quick they are to dehumanize people in such a quick way. Like this is super dehumanizing. Of course. Being like, um, oh well, a man marrying a man—that's equal to me jerking off at my computer. I want to marry my computer. Um, it's like, yo, homeboy, Siri can't sign a contract. Like, let's be real for a minute. Siri can't sign a contract. All that marriage really is is a legally binding contract between two parties. That's what it boils down to at the very end. And in our current society, we tend to lump that in with concepts of love and concepts of commitment and things like that, which like in reality don't really mean anything because it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a contract. It's like saying, Hey, this person is in this contract with me. We're going to have a home together. Maybe we'll have some kids. I don't know, but we want to like do things together and it would be way easier if we could just sign this thing 
And then the government's like, oh, yeah, okay, there you go. And then you're just like, thanks, Obama. And then there you go. Like, that's marriage. That's what it is. And then, like, also, yeah, I guess I love you. Whatever. And that's been Marriage Equality with Neil. Yeah, that was like a fantastic monologue. I, It's going to be my new audition monologue. No, you can't take that. That's mine. <laughs> um, you can't consider that stolen. Uh, he's, you know, th- this is, of course, one of those crazy lawsuits that uh, will get dismissed out of hand. It, his original attempt in 2014 was dismissed out of hand. It's not unlike when um, uh, Nebraska State Legislator Ernie Chambers um, sued God. I don't know if you remember that. No. That was a few years ago. He sued God. It was great. Oh, but like, it was just like one of those, I'm making a statement. I'm going to sue God. Um, it was kind of hilarious. Did Annalise Keating defend God? No, I don't think anything happened. Oh, okay. Because that would have made a great episode of How to Get Away with Murder. Mm-hmm. I don't know those references. It was Viola, Viola Davis's character on How to Get Away with Murder. Okay. Annalise Keaton. I'll take your word for it. I've been watching the second half of the second season. I'm proud of you. So that's my reference. Um, When asked by the Daily Beast, which is who who wrote the article, when asked what he was really doing this for, he said, quote, the case is not a ploy to undermine same-sex marriage rights, because it never is. Quote, it is a demand that the courts restore constitutional integrity. So he's framing it as most conservatives do is in a... this is about the Constitution. This isn't really about me undermining people that I don't understand and just want to actively harm. It's the Constitution. Constitution is my new drag name. I, I like it. I like it. Thank you. Here's a fun detail just to for the ridiculousness of this guy's argument. Um, the Daily Beast in their interview asked him what kind of wedding he would hold with his laptop if he of won the case. Did. Of course they did. And here was his answer. Quote, your question is not substantive to the legal proceeding at hand and is reductionist and irrelevant to these matters. Sass. <laughs> um, I'm going to show you guys how smart I am right now with my answer to your question mm-hmm. by using a word like reduction. Yeah, he, uh, yes. So um, what kind of wedding do you think he would hold? What, how would you marry your laptop? Your porn-filled laptop at that. Well, clearly, clearly my MacBook would have to be given up by the iMac, um, its yes. parent, and mm-hmm. it's it's the purple one. Mm-hmm. Um, my iPhone would be my best man. My iPhone would be my best man. Um, God, there are so many different ways to go that my brain just can't really latch onto one idea. But here's what I'm imagining. Okay, so. Um, we would go to Cupertino, California, which is her birthplace. Perfect. Um, and the nice thing about that is that it's California, but I wouldn't want to go to the beach because I wouldn't get, want to get sand in her processors. Um, why is it? A, why? Why am I gendering this laptop? I know you got you got <laughs> heterosexual here. You're gonna. Well, marry... I mean, it is marriage. We might as well get heteronormative. With I guess it. so. But I'm. I feel like in in the ceremony they you would take like sound files from porn so that her responses to everything would just oh, be yeah? like <laughs> Do you do you Neil's MacBook? Yeah. <laughs> do you take this man? You may, take it. <laughs> you may now kiss the bride. <laughs> yeah, it would be that would be amazing. Uh, and then like a chiptune chorus doing the Here Comes the Bride. Yeah, and that would be totally amazing. So, uh, Can we it, do that? I mean, you know, this Mr. Sevier is not going to win this lawsuit. But 
in a kind of perverted, twisted way. I kind of wish that that wedding would happen. So maybe we'll do a YouTube video of this. It sounds like one of my Japanese animes. Yeah, we'll do a YouTube video of this. That'll be our contribution. Laptop senpai. Notice me. Notice me, Siri. Notice me. Uh, and in our last little bit of weird gay news, uh, we're going to go uh, to Turkey. We're going to Turkey. Uh, I don't like Turkey. Um, you know what I like? Not Constantinople. Do you know what I what like? What do you like? I don't like Turkey. I like turtles. You, which is a perfect segue for what we're going to talk about. I know. That's why I said So it. Amnesty International and TBWA Istanbul, who, which is a marketing agency in Turkey, uh, have created a really cool commercial, which is now running in Turkey to combat homophobia. It's, called, it's the hashtag gay turtle project. And uh, the project is meant to mock the absurdity of homophobic attitudes. We'll have a link to the commercial so you can watch it. Uh, it's it's all in um, it's all in Turkish. Everyone speaks Turkish, so we couldn't play a clip. It would just sound like nothing. It would sound like well, no, it would sound like Turkish. It would sound people. like Turkish. It would sound like nothing that we could understand uh, as English speakers. So what they did is they set up in a pet store. They set up a tank with turtles in it, and. Um, as people came in to, to check out the, the turtles, they had hidden cameras everywhere to film their reactions. When people would pick a turtle that they wanted to, to buy, the clerk would tell them that the turtle they picked was gay. And do you still want to buy the turtle because you picked the gay, you picked a gay turtle? Um, and because the homophobic attitudes in, in Turkey are, are very strong and very embedded in their culture, everyone refused to buy the turtle. And the commercial sort of shows all of these very wild and, and kind of ridiculous responses to, to the turtle. Like one guy, um, he asks, he asks him, give me a normal non-gay standard turtle. Standard turtle. <laughs> he just wants a normal non-gay standard turtle. That's all he wants. Um, some people got really offended by the conversation. There's one gentleman who walks out of the store because he just doesn't want to have this conversation. A woman tells him it's inappropriate to say such things. Now, how dare you talk about that gay turtle in the store? Uh, and the whole the whole ad is meant to shine a light on how really absurd... The root of homophobia is being scared of something so really innocuous. Like, he's just a gay turtle. I think it's also interesting, like, how many people in Turkey want turtles? A good like, number, apparently. Apparently, turtles are really popular in Turkey. Mm -hmm. Tur Turkish turtles. Yeah. That's my new band name. What's very nice is at the end of the ad, they also, uh, the end of the ad, it, it turns to a more serious note and, and notes this, some statistics about some, uh, the violence against LGBT people and some of the injustices that they face in Turkey. So the kind of weird humor of the piece of the commercial is sort of revealed for its, its usefulness and how all of this this terrible stuff happening to LGBT people in Turkey uh, is really based on something kind of ridiculous. But um, Turkish people love turtles just as long as they're straight. Yeah, uh, and it, it's it's a really fun and entertaining video. Please like head over to the website uh, to check it out. It's totally worth it. Um, and then you can tweet about it. Hashtag, Hashtag gay, gay turtle. Hashtag um, gay turtle. I would adopt a gay turtle. I'm serving you some queer reptilian realness. I would absolutely adopt a gay turtle. What would his name be? Um, Shelly. 
Sh- Shelly? <laughs> I mean, there are more creative names. It doesn't have to be creative. That's just her name. Um, I would name my gay turtle Kevin. Mm. Yeah. Because Kevin's can be gay, too. Kevin's lances are gay. Lances are very gay. Uh-huh. They're very gay. Anyway. <laughs> so, um, that's our weird week. Yay. Yeah. Was it weird for you? Because it was weird for me. <laughs> it was fun. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> All we would just need is a visit from Coco Pelli, and that gonna, would make the week I mean, complete. Oh, who's that coming in the door? <laughs> Thank you, Coco Pelli. As always, uh, thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. If you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast, please head over to iTunes and uh, subscribe. You can also leave us a comment, uh, a review, and uh, a star, which you know makes us look good on the iTunes ranks. Um, you can also find us on Facebook at Bearded Fruit. Uh, go like the page there and get more information about the show and us. Plus, you can also visit us on our website at www.beardedfruit.com. And we'll see you next week. Yay. Bye. Oh, yeah.